All right, welcome back to the Business of Fitness Podcast. I'm Jason Kleep, and on today's episode, we're going to just do a little weekend review for our business, but in particular, one situation that I ran into. And I think it's r- relatable to all gym owners. I think it's something we need to be aware of. I think that for a lot of times, you don't think about it until it happens to you. So this week, we had a discrepancy with one of our previous landlords. And the gentleman walks into my office, and we're sitting down. And everything's good. Vibes are right. We're shaking hands. All good. And he looks at me across the table. And he says, listen, Jason, I have you by the balls. I will sue you. I will sue your company. And I will sue your wife if we don't you know, make progress here. And it was at that moment I sat back and I'm like, man, this isn't a game. This isn't a joke. This guy is really coming after us. Do you think I think that he's playing? No. And it, it, it just really, again, reaffirmed to me. That everybody listening who owns a business, everybody listening who wants to own a business, they choose to take on this risk and liability. So what can we do to mitigate it? What can we do to put us in the best position to be successful? Years ago, we were first opening, we didn't have much money. And so we do a lot of trade outs. You know, I, I would give away lifetime memberships, year memberships, monthly memberships, for legal support, for building a pull-up structure, um, you, you name it, I did a trade-out. And I thought at the time I was being creative. I thought at the time I was kind of, you know, oh yeah, you know, I'll trade out my service for their service and we'll be all good. But the older I get, the more business experience I have, the more I realize that almost every time, those come to bite us in the butt, almost every time. And so moving forward, there is no more bro deals. I will pay you for your service. You pay me for our service. And we progress and move forward together. Because what I've found is that as these bro deals occur, they always end up with awkward conversations. Maybe it's a good friend of yours that gets a membership and you give it to them for free. But then all of a sudden, your classes start becoming pretty impacted and they're taking up space in a peak time. And then you have to have that awkward conversation. So from day one, the way I look at it is that we're providing a service, we're providing a value add. And we should be compensated effectively, just like if they're providing a service to us, maybe they're cleaning the gym, maybe even they're coaching classes. That's a whole nother story that you got to be really careful about. There should be no trade-outs in that sense. It should always be paid because then you can hold people accountable to the type of work that you're looking for. But going to these bro deals, you know, one time in particular, I created a, a product kind of in, in conjunction with one of our members. And we just kind of had verbal communication about it. And it got really uncomfortable really fast. And no, it didn't go to legal fees. No, it didn't go to the court. But it was just something that caused some some resentment, caused a little bit of anxiety between me and a member because we didn't write things down. And fast forward that, that's happened a number of different times. We are having a conversation and you think you're on the same page and you're not. I was in Mexico not too long ago and we were, we were discussing a deal that was on the table. And when I left that conversation, I thought it was very clear from all the parties exactly what was going on. Come to find out that one of the the parties actually heard a number that was $20,000 more than what we were actually discussing as a group. And it dawned on me, like, how does that happen, right? How does that breakdown in communication occur? And I don't know how it happens, but it does happen. And I've seen it happen a number of times. And that's exactly what happened with my landlord. So with the landlord, fast forward. The big learning lesson for this week, yes, we had different things going on at the business, but the big, big, big takeaway that I have for this week is that it's not a game. 
there are people that will seriously, you know, potentially take your company down and you need to document everything clearly. So what happened with me was when we moved out of one of our locations, we had had an email thread back and forth about certain things. But the way I like to do business and the way this gentleman likes to do business is a little bit more old school. So we got on the phone and we hashed out a deal. But I, I, I was so stupid, right? I, I shouldn't have done this, but I was on the phone. We hashed out a deal, boom, hung up. And, and basically we, we dissolved the partnership and all good. We moved out. But what he heard on the phone was something completely different than what I was saying. What I was saying was, hey, we're going to return the, the site as is. What he heard was, we're going to return the site as is. He's going to go ahead and do some additional work, and he's going to bill us back for it. And I don't know how we got lost in translation, but basically we're on polar opposites of the idea, and we're talking about a decent amount of money that was, that was you know, kind of the difference there. And what the learning lesson was for me is, you know, I set up a, a phone call. I said, hey, look, we got to meet in person about this. And as we're sitting down, the conversation came up that I started off this topic with. But had I followed up that call with an immediate email clarifying, hey, you know, John Smith, based on our conversation, I agree to this. You agree to this. We agree to this. Can you please concur? Right. Or whatever it may be. And the fact of the matter is, is that I didn't do that. And shame on me right? Shame on me because, you know, per the lease agreement, per this other agreement, he did kind of have me by the balls. And had we had that documentation in place, it would have been better for our negotiations. But these verbal, these verbal communications, we have to be really, really careful with them. And that's the big takeaway for this week. I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm just trying to share from experience. I think a lot of people in the business space, specifically consultants in, in the fitness business, they love to talk about things, but they're not actually going through it, right? And to me, I'm just sharing with you what our company is legitimately going through on a week-to-week basis and how I could learn from it, and hopefully you could get ahead of it so it doesn't happen to you. Other things that happened this week, we're able to sit down and, uh, you know, we got an RFP. So what that is is a re- request for a proposal from one of our corporate partners. And so we, we provided a proposal. It was in-depth. It was professional. But the big takeaway for that was that we had earned the right to get that, that, that proposal, meaning they reached out to us and requested this proposal. And that's a big takeaway for this week for me is that it wasn't all negative, right? With this particular landlord situation, learned a lot, right? It'll never happen again. I, I, will, I will document until I'm blue in the face from now on because when someone comes at you and says they're going to sue your family, it becomes real. And the fact of the matter is he could have, right? In California's community property. And even if you have it set up in a corporation, there's ways you can get around things. And so that was a big, big takeaway for me for this week. But another one was, you know, when we're, when we're sitting there and pitching this proposal, I sat back and I was proud of our company. I was proud of our team because we had worked so hard to put us in a position to get that request for a proposal. And so moving in this upcoming week, moving into everything else we have going on, we want to continue to earn the right to sit at the table to get that RFP. We want to earn the right to get our members in the door every single day. Not once a week, not once a month, but we need to renew our members. We need to renew our agreements. We need to renew our contracts every single day with our corporate partners and our members. And we need to constantly be documenting and professionalizing our business because gone are the days of old school graffiti warehouse for us building a wooden pull-up structure that ends up breaking. Now are the days where things need to be dialed. 
There's so much competition and people are more educated consumer. And if we're not on top of our stuff, we could get left behind. I'm fired up as hell right now. I hope all of you are as well. We're in the fitness business and maybe you're not in the fitness business. Maybe you, maybe you own a different type of company. Regardless who or what you're doing, I firmly believe that you could take away something from these conversations. And I know I can too. When I sit here and I talk to you guys, it makes me hold myself accountable to moving forward. It makes me hold myself and our company and our team to continue to kind of, again, put one foot in front of the other. Guys, I hope everybody has a phenomenal day. I, um, I'm a big believer in community and the fact that we could all raise each other up. And if one gym isn't doing well, it's not a good reflection on the entire industry. So let's continue to rise the tides. Let's continue to move the bar f- ball forward. And I hope everybody has a phenomenal week. And I'll look forward to talking to you again next week on another episode of the Business of Fitness Podcast. Hey, everyone. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I enjoyed sharing it with you guys. It was crazy week this week, and I'm looking forward to next week. But before we let you guys kind of go into the day, just want to share with you, if you haven't checked out the NC Fit Collective, I would really appreciate if you do. We offer free trials. It's our session plans, our programming that we use with over 100 plus coaches of our own worldwide, getting feedback from thousands of members to provide three unique programming tracks, in-depth session plans, in-depth videos. If you're out there programming and maybe that time could be better spent growing the business in a number of different ways or identifying coaches, we'd love to be able to support you. We have a team of experts that I truly believe are putting out the best in the industry right now. Go ahead and email collective at nc.fit for a free trial. Really looking forward to hearing it from you guys soon.